Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is my good friend, Rock Hunt of rockyourbusinessunlimited.com. Now, Rock is a business coach that helps entrepreneurs build a strong foundation for a lasting legacy. Now, today we're going to discuss tips, tricks, and hacks to build a brand process and strategy that automates a successful business. Life is too short. Trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Rock. How's it going? Thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate that. Yes, yes. I'm so glad to have you on the show. When I tell you guys, Rock just has so much energy and he has so much life. I'm ready to get into it. Well, good. I'm glad you are because you guys know how we are. We're going to get right into it because we have so much information to dig down into and get really deep. So first off, I am going to start with a question that I received from someone looking for some clarity. So I'm actually just going to read that question and I'm going to give it to you, Rock, for you to answer. Okay, we ready. Shoot. All right. Her name is Kayla and this is what Kayla has to say. Hi, Brittany. I'm Kayla and I'm a stay-at-home mom with three children and I'm a side hustler. I'm loving the podcast and I have learned to be more productive because of it. Thank you, Kayla. However, I've recently shifted my business and I feel a little lost and confused. I need help with branding and clarity. How do I pivot without stopping? And then the second question is, how can I do all of this with a small budget and very little time? Between you and your guests, I'm sure you'll have a solution for me. I'm looking forward to it. Kayla. First off, Kayla, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your kind words. Thank you for listening. And we are going to get all into this. So Rock, Let's dig in. What advice do you have for? It's a lot to unpack here. So for she's pivoting. So first you have to really sit down and examine what the end goal is. Clear is a big problem that a lot of, you know, pivoting entrepreneurs have because they see the vision of the new direction. They just don't know the actual steps to get there. So first you have this, the end goal and see what are the most, pretty much the easiest path to get there, as well as the most attainable path. So whether that's you starting um, at a lower scale and slowly building that way. So for as a brand, you start slowly introducing that brand to your audience, like showing them the new side of what you're becoming. For example, when I was tapping into the vending machine game, I was sprinkling that in on my audience here and there. And so that's something you can really do to prepare them for that pivot. And then as you grow and you give more content that way, you can start implementing more within your business. As far as the budget side of things, you really got to examine what you're willing to give up to get to that end goal as well. So I know you're... I know Kayla is pretty much crunch for time, but you're really going to have to use those very small available increments to get a lot done, rather that's creating content, engaging for 15 minutes here and there, really developing an automation strategy. 
because at the beginning of a new business or you're pivoting, you're not going to be able to automate your entire process. So maybe instead of, of course, your, your lead management, in the beginning, you're doing your social media so you can work on the back end of your business. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why you have to really pick and choose where you automate in the beginning of going forward with a new business. Okay. Now you do so well at engaging. How much time are you spending on engagement and how can she really maximize her time with engagement with social media? Okay. I used to do at least three hours a day on engagement. I'll scale back because for, for other reasons, as far as my business, I have to devote more time to clients. But I think anybody can get away with a healthy hour. In the beginning, when you first get up, when you're first, if it's close to your posting time, you give it maybe 15 to 30 minutes before and you're engaging not only with people that you follow or that um, follow you, you're going to hashtags and where your audience, uh, where your audience hangs out, engaging with a recent comment. Not so much the top, uh, the top content because are already flooded with comments, likes and stuff like that. But if you give an individual that just posted like 58 seconds ago, they're more likely to double check, look back at your profile and really get curious of what your brand is about. So you're really going to get more bang for your buck hitting the recents than you are the top. Post. And you can break that up in certain times of day. So you can do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes after you post. And 15 minutes where you have downtime out the day. So we have to work around our schedules because you have, of course, people that are in the entrepreneurial game full time. And you have some that you know are stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home parents in general. And they have the kids to worry about all day. Then you have ones that work nine to fives as well. So you got to take your 15 minutes wherever you can to get that engagement done. But you can really grow your account even with just an hour engagement a day. Okay. Kayla, hopefully that helps you and anybody else who could be helped for helped by that. But also you have a, you do a very good job at building funnels. So I think that building a funnel could be beneficial as well. Can we go in a little deeper as far as building a quick, easy funnel that may most, work as well? Most definitely. The most, the, the, in my opinion, the top of the line software for funnels is click funnels, right? But that's 97 a month. So for, a new entrepreneur that may that may not have a pipeline yet to funnel all that traffic to, they might need to start at a lower scale. So pretty much a funnel is just an automated process to get your customer from point A to point B. Step one is to have a landing page. Step two is to have a free uh, a freebie that you can give to um, people to stop by your page and have them opt in for your email, okay? And in that process, you should be giving them automated emails throughout the process. And then step two of that funnel can be your sales page, or just your thank you page, or just somewhere they can land on to get more information about you. That, in essence, is an automation as far as, of course, lead management and sales right then and there. Mm -hmm. And the reason why are better than websites in that aspect, because when you go on a website, you have all these distractions. You got the homepage, you got the about me page, you got the contact me page, you got all the links at the bottom. You got so many ways to get distracted from what you want your potential lead to do. Sales funnels are not like that. Sales funnels have one directive okay you have a landing page i want you to put your name and email that's it okay boom next page you have a sales page you have nothing but pretty much me giving you information about my product or service testimonials is only one direction to go you're either gonna opt in say go for the sale or you're just gonna be curious for more information so after the sales page even if they don't opt in guess what you already have them in the first part when they landed on your page and put their email in so that's when the email marketing and email automation come to play because you want them to get back to your sales page. You want them to get them back from buying from you. Then overall, you have the thank you page. It's pretty much thank you for you know stopping by, giving me your time and energy and make them feel appreciated. Okay. Now, you know what, Rock? You mentioned the email marketing and the email automation. Let's talk about that a little bit. 
Let's go. Yes. Okay. So what is a good plan for email for the emails or in setting up that system for the email marketing? Cause that's a whole nother animal that a lot of people forget. They just say yes. there's copy that you have to write. It has to convert. Where do we start there? What's your suggestion? My suggestion is if you are not versed at copywriting, right? And if you don't know what copywriting is, it's pretty much writing to incite people to take action, whether that's to click a blog, make a purchase, whatever that may be. So for one, you need to really understand the emotions of your customer, understand what their problem is, address that problem within the second email, not the first, because the first email is going to be the welcome email. Again, you're showing appreciation. You give them that freebie that they're offered for. Second one is pretty much you explaining more of what their possible problem is. And for example, if you are struggling with weight loss and you have a pretty much a, a fitness coach funnel, whoever opts in, you give them maybe a checklist of seven ways to, to eat healthier. Okay. Then the emails, you give them pretty much a way for them to understand why it's better for them to eat healthy. Then you pretty much are guiding them, you're nurturing them to take action, which would be to hopefully get it with your program, but we'll call with you, whatever that process may be. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So I think that is awesome. Now there's something there's, you go in real deep with a lot of automation and a lot of tips and tricks and hacks. So I already told you, we are going to discuss those tips, tricks, and hacks. I'm, I'm, I, I love it. <laughs> I've been on a real automation and, and artificial intelligence binge lately. So I'm, I'm willing to share all. Okay. Let's dig in. Let's talk about the AI. So AI is pretty much companies are starting to understand that humans, of course we have errors, right? So they want to create a seamless process where it makes the process as convenient as possible. So if you have an AI program that writes sales copy for you, you now don't, no longer have to really learn it. You should learn at least the foundation. But if all you have to do is put some keywords and boom, you have all your product descriptions. Boom, you have a whole blog written for you. Boom, you have your emails written for you. Then that makes the process easier. In essence, artificial intelligence and marketing is to make things easier. Future-wise, eventually you're going to get to the point where a lot of freelancers are going to be either high, they're going to be less and less utilized. Automation needs the personal touch, but you will no longer need an army of copywriters to make sure all your platforms are good because you can just have one managing all your AI systems right. or, or managing your things of that nature. So that's why automation and AI goes hand in hand because you can really create anything from the AI. For example, there's another one I use. It's called XI.AI and it automates your Facebook ad. Now, when I stumbled upon this, I'm like, this is gold because a lot of people already struggle with Facebook ads and the AI within that particular program, it already has 2,000 preloaded niches from pretty much just trial and error and AI learning. So they have 2,000 industries that are preloaded. So now guess what? You don't have to worry about the headache of Target. Right. You can just click a button and load up your ad, load up your, and then put your tone that you want. And it will generate the actual sales copy for the ad and everything. So it makes that process a lot easier. Wow. See, that's saving time. And that's what we're all about. Because <laughs> time. Yeah, saving time, me. saving yeah. energy. And then even though it's a monthly fee to maintain that, it's you still save more because then you X out the whole Facebook ads manager. The right. person you have to hire to run your whole ads for you. You exit that piece of it out if you can get your, your AI. Gotcha. Okay. So now on your copy, do you have a favorite company like you do for your ads? Do you have a favorite company for writing your copy? The one I use is copy.ai and it does almost everything. It is, it's great for sales copy, 
but it has its drawbacks. Monkey, all the benefits. The benefits is you can write, of course, your Instagram captions, emails, blog headlines. They'll do bullet points a blog. They'll do a blog intro paragraph. They'll come up with, with Pinterest descriptions. Only thing about it is it may not be as proficient as writing entire blog articles, but you can still get a good idea of where you want to go. Some people, when they write blogs, they have no idea. They have the outline, but they don't know how to structure the words together. You just got to dump it, literally right. dump the bullet points in that program. No, kick everything back out. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Now I actually have used some AI in the past and then, and I've tweaked and done some good tweaking to it and different things like that. And to tell you the truth, I didn't even really use any of those, but I'm about to go back and look at that. You're an inspiration. Now I'm interested in knowing what our audience is thinking. If you're listening in real time, go to the IG stories at Total Fit Boss Chick, and we're going to have this poll question posted. Have you used AI in your business? Now, if you aren't listening in real time, no worries. Check the IG highlights for the responses to the poll questions, and you can still weigh in to see the results. You also have some other tips and tricks uh, to gain audience using Quora. What are you doing now? Listen, I try. I seen <laughs> a YouTube University member for a day because I was looking it up. I was doing some research, so I graduated YouTube University with honors, and I right. went ahead and just tried it out. And Quora is a question and answer site, so if you ever asked a question, and then nine times out of ten. The first couple of links is either going to be something from Reddit or something from Quora. So people go there to get their questions answered, right? And if you can find one that's popular and put a nice substantial answer, then it's going to get continuous views. Now, what I was doing in the beginning, I was just finding any old answer. And then within 48 hours, they had 408 views. Out of those 408 views, because I answered four or five questions and put my link inside of my answer, like maybe a couple lines of it, mm -hmm. it got traffic to my website. Out of that, 408, 36 signed up for my, mm -hmm. out of those 36, four book calls and I closed two of them. Wow, wow. That's all organic. Literally, I only did that for 15 minutes. Imagine if I decided to dedicate an hour a day to something like that. Right. right? And now my tip, my greatest tip for use utilize Quora is go for the more popular answers. And there's a way to do that. If you pretty much go to the ads manager setting, and then go to questions and hit kiss and keywords, and it'll bring you a list of commonly asked questions, and it'll tell you how many views it gets per week. So the top three are the ones you would shoot for, and then you will go to those questions, and you'll see they have like thirty thousand uh, thirty thousand views, forty thousand views, and it'll be a uh, hundred plus answers. But the way you really get the edge, you look at the top answer that has all the upvotes, and you see how you can make it better. So you add just as much value, but see if there's something that they're missing that you can really put in and really make it better and get those up. So now you can have the new top spot. It is pretty much the, the idea of building a better, building a taller skyscraper. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So whenever you decided, okay, I'm going to go on the core and I'm going to start answering these questions. Did you know, did you already have in place, like you're a canned question, a canned answer, or were they, you were actually going in depth with each answer? The ones that I answered, I really just gave some, I really just gave some fluff. Like I answered the question of value, but only put maybe a couple of paragraphs in going off the cuff. Now, some of the answers are going to get our engraved detail. Like they're almost like mini blog posts. Right. So another way you hack this is if it's a question you already have some written content on. So maybe an Instagram post or some captions you have or a blog post, you can just copy and paste that same um, literature into the actual answer to make your life and just yeah. link it back to your website as well. That way you get a backlink for SEO 
And then boom, you're still getting traffic to your website anyway. Okay, there we go. Okay, you guys just don't understand. Rock is, he is rocking it. And you see he's going in right with us, zero fluff going right in just as deep as we love to go in deep. So you have more tips and tricks. What else would you, what else would you suggest? Because you just have so many nuggets. I don't even know what to so, See, a lot of people and a lot of marketers, they stay within their niche. They dominate the one niche. But me, man, I want to, I'm the type of guy, I'll throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. So right. core work for me, I got two clients of it. I'm going to keep trying. And there's something else I want to try that too. Because the only thing I can do is fail. And <laughs> so right. I'd rather just keep trying different things, even though I, I have my own proven process just to make me sharper and make oh, me better. Right. That's the goal. So if we're talking tips and tricks. We can talk and we can talk email marketing. You name the subject, I'll break down the tips for you. Look, that's what I love, love seeing Rock's post on Instagram. Guys, if you are not following, <laughs> if you are not following Rock on Instagram, you need to start doing that because he lays it out there. Go ahead and give them your Instagram handle, please. Instagram handle is Rock Your Business, R-O. O-C-K-U-R, not Y-O-U-R business. Yes, guys. And he gives you, he has great diagrams and breaks it down for you. So it's very clear and very easy. And he makes you want to just jump into every business entity that he starts talking about. And really, if you think about it, yeah, it's work behind it, but it really is that simple. A lot of people get hung up in the starting part because they have it in their minds that this, this is some grandiose task. I don't have time for it. And speaking of that, you are doing so many different things. You have a family, you have a business, businesses, you have clients, you have tons of things going on. What are your productivity secrets? I try to batch my tasks at one time. So I get up early. I'm a 5 a.m. So that mm -hmm. gets me, I'm ahead of the game with that already. So I'm, uh, I do all my like content, client work. I get that out the way early and then maybe around like between the hours of 10 to 12, latest one o'clock, I get the bulk of my clients. I take care of those clients first. I may have some PM stragglers, but we schedule those accordingly. And then I also make sure I, I, I have two hours out of my day where I look at my other business and see if it's working, see if we're good. And I spend one day where I do all my content, all my organic reach, all my outreach. So that way the, the following week, I'm just doing follow-ups, I'm continuing conversations. So my schedule can vary from week to week, but I, that's why I don't make an indefinite schedule because when you got four kids, anything can change at the drop of a dime. So you got to be flexible as well. I just try my best to get as much done. And if I can't, I don't beat myself up over it. I just put it to the next day. If, if it can be put off, like if something has to be done, then you got to buckle, uh, just buckle down and get it done. I'm very forgiving. So if it's something that I missed, it's okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to cry over, not going to lose sleep. We're just going to make sure we get it done on. That is good stuff. I love that. Just clean, organic, transparent answer. I love it. So tell us affiliate marketing. You are an affiliate marketing guys. So give us the skinny on the affiliate marketing and what works best. Okay. So affiliate marketing, for those who don't know, is pretty much you using someone else's product, getting their link with a tracking code on it. And when someone clicks it, purchases it, you get a commission. Now there's different types of affiliate marketing. Some people, some affiliate marketers use pretty much other affiliate marketing courses that make money, but they have high. Mm -hmm. So if you heard of things called legendary marketer, warrior plus the recently ones called the brand Bila method, it's the same concept. They're teaching you how to make money online and they're getting upsells where you get a big commission. Mm -hmm. But or you have other methods, more traditional ways of affiliate marketing. You go on places like ClickBank, JBZoo. You pick a product, make blog posts about it, get traffic and try to get it that way. Me, my affiliate marketing is pretty, I use products that I actually use on a daily basis. So like things like GetResponse, Copy AI, Designer, 
I'm affiliated with those companies because I use them within my business and I refer them to my clients so that when my clients and students use them, I'm still able to get monthly commissions. They're low ticket commissions, but it adds up. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's the best way to do it as well because you actually use the products. So you're familiar. Exactly. And right now, there's a sensation on TikTok. It's affiliate marketing TikTok. It's a very, it's a very dangerous place. <laughs> it's a very, it is a very dangerous place because there's affiliate marketing trend where they're telling you to sign up for these things like the seven day challenge, the 15 day challenge. And then, then what it is, it's you aligning with these companies. And then it's like, okay, so you have a seven day challenge on day three, you have to get on the phone with the mentor. And the mentor's job is to unlock the rest of the course, but he's also trying to upsell you for a $2,500 package as well. So, and, and that's what people are buying for to get the commission. Be wary of stuff like that. I'm going to be very, there's someone listening that, that does that stuff for a living. I'm not knocking. I just got to be transparent with the people out there. So be yeah. mindful of those types of affiliate marketing tactics, because at the end of the day, when something better comes along, if you promoted legendary marketer for the last year and a half, you're going to be left. Okay. What do I do now? So always think about something sustainable for your business. Exactly. Okay, good. And thank you so much for that transparency. You have done it. We have come to the part of the show where we really give back called our mentoring moments. This is just where we go in a little bit deeper and ask for your wisdom. So Rock, if you only had a hundred dollars and you had to start all over, what would you do? If I had to start all over again, first I would get a GetResponse account. GetResponse account is $15 a month. So I can get a landing page. They have landing page builders so I can at least do that. And I can also collect emails if I need to. The, my next step, I will go on Udemy. Udemy.com, you can actually leverage other people's email list for solo ads. So if I had a product or service I'm running, I would pay someone $40 and use their email list of 10,000 people and make sure I, I create some very good sales copy so I can get links back. So that'll be my next step. And then thirdly, I would probably split the money. Okay, so I will also keep my subscription to copy AI because I can also, whatever I'm selling, I can also have a second stream of income where I pretty much write sales copy for other businesses, other entrepreneurs struggling with email marketing. I can let that new tool that kind of helps me get that content out a little quicker. So now I have a second service to sell as well. And then also probably my last 10, $15, I'll probably just really back pocket. Or just there we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I love how you break it down. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Rock, you have given us so many nuggets really quickly and we love it. They are going to want to know more about you. How can the audience find you? If you, you can find me on Instagram, like I said, rock, you are business. You can also find me at my, you can also find me on my website, www.rockyourbusinessunlimited.com. You can also find me on YouTube under Rock Hunt and you can find me on Twitter at Rock Your Business underscore. And yeah, you can find me on all those channels and then just reach out to me. We can have a conversation, maybe get some clarity going. And yeah, make sure we rock your business the right way. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Rock. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash total fit boss chick you're listening to the total fit boss chick podcast bye for now